You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Hello and welcome to Talk Your Jits Podcast. This podcast is, as name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a purple belt who trains at Glory Mountain Grove, located in Mountain Grove, Missouri. Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Tokyo, Tokyo Zolo. I knew I was going to do it. <laughs> Dude, you got it right. You got it right, though. Okay. All right. <laughs> How you doing today, brother? Good, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh man, the pleasure is all mine, man. It's always a good time to sit down and talk about jiu-jitsu. Yes, sir. Well, Hell yeah. Well, let's get the party started, man. If you want to formally introduce yourself again, uh, by all means, and let's hear about your jiu-jitsu journey. Well, my name is Paul Tokizolu. Thanks for having me. I've been training in judo and jiu-jitsu for about 12 years. Um, my dad was a, is a black belt in judo. And he got me started training in the martial arts when I was just a kid. Like the first time that I put on a gi, I think I was seven. But I didn't actually stick with the martial arts. Um, and uh, as a kid, I, I uh, you know, now as an adult, I'm kicking myself. But as a kid, I quit on it. And I didn't really like it very much. And um, But I was kind of like off and on. I took a handful of judo classes, you know, throughout my, my youth, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I got an orange belt in judo. Uh, oh, but I probably trained maybe for a year over the course of like, you know, 18 years of being a kid. Uh, maybe like a, you know, roughly a year of mat time. So basically nothing. Um, and then I, you know, I, I became a, uh, an adult. You know, I got out of, call, out of high school and I, uh, I gained a ton of weight. And I started smoking cigarettes and I was drinking and I was partying and just kind of living like the, the, you know, uh, college freshman lifestyle and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And, um, I did, didn't really have any direction. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I decided that I wanted to join the military because, um, I just, I had always kind of been fascinated by the military and I just felt like I needed to do something, mm -hmm. you know, and I felt like the military would give me a foundation to do something you know to do that next thing and i literally had no idea what i wanted to do so um but all all that i knew i was like man i've got to do something military sounds good and um i you know i had to lose weight because i was 225 pounds so i had to lose weight to do it and um i remembered judo i remembered that judo was a really tough workout so i got back into judo uh purely just because I wanted to lose weight like it wasn't for self-defense it wasn't because i wanted to like I, I like i hadn't even heard of the us the ufc mm -hmm. um like i found about the ufc later you know what i mean so it was just purely off of weight loss you know that was it and um yeah and it was great you know and i jumped right in and i got really into it and they had jujitsu class right after judo class so um i found out about jujitsu just because the academy i was training at had them both like back to back. And if someone has never trained in judo before, you I mean, it's essentially the same martial art, like yeah. judo and jujitsu. This is a different conversation we get in, can get into, but they're really the same martial art, like mm -hmm. this with a different, basically just a different rule set. <laughs> wrestling too, like wrestling, judo and jujitsu, it's just a different rule set that separates them, but it's the same, it's the same martial art essentially. Um, but anyway, I digress. So I got into jujitsu through judo, and again, it was purely off of weight loss. I was like, oh, there's a similar martial arts class that's happening right after the one that I'm at. I can double my workout, you know, and I'll burn twice as many calories. 
And that's what I did. So, but I literally was like, oh, what's this? It's a similar martial art. I'll just try it out. Like, screw it. I didn't, I, it was again, purely just off of weight loss, you know? Right. And I got into it and I just fell in love with it, you know? And I absolutely loved both of them, judo and jujitsu. And, um, you know, I got out of the army in 2020. So fast forward a little bit, I went to college and I did the ROTC program and I lost uh, 65 pounds in six months of doing martial arts. Oh, wow. So I was able to lose the weight and I was able to join ROTC and I graduated and became an army officer about like three years later. Um, and then I spent about six years on active duty and uh, yeah, I got to live in Germany and I got to travel all, all over Europe and train jujitsu. And, you know, during that time, just fell in love with jujitsu and I started podcasting about it. I started interviewing people and, um, yeah, I started my first podcast in 2016 about jujitsu. It's called the Matrix podcast. You can still listen to it on YouTube, but, uh, yeah, fast forward a little bit more. I got out of the army in 2020 and, uh, you know, judo and jujitsu has now really become my, my passion. Like I'm not really, uh, you know, I, the, I got way more into jujitsu than I expected <laughs> and, uh, the army stuff, not as much, you know? So it's funny. It's like jujitsu served me to get into the army, but then I ended up just getting so obsessed with jujitsu that, you know, I just wanted to get the hell out of the army as fast as possible so I could make jujitsu my full-time thing, right? you know, and go, go all in on what I love doing, which is, you know, jujitsu and, you know, podcasting about it and stuff like that. And then uh, last year, I started the Jiu-Jitsu Outlet Project, which is all about trying to spread awareness about how Jiu-Jitsu helps with uh, with mental health. So, yeah, mm. that's, uh, that's what I'm doing now. That's what the new show, the new podcast is all about. Uh, you know, just sharing stories about how Jiu-Jitsu helps with, with martial arts. Sorry if that was a bit long-winded no uh, no no there, continue. there's my life story <laughs> i was like uh, i was like please please continue please continue but uh <clears throat> yeah so i started a new podcast which is just all about um you know how jujitsu helps with mental health and stuff like that mm -hmm. so yeah that that's been a big passion of mine that's kind of what i've been working on the last year or so and uh yeah you know life is good other than that I'm uh, I got a brown belt in judo back in college, but I haven't actually trained in judo since college. So it's been like 11 years since I've actually like stepped into a judo class. Um, so I've just been in jujitsu like all that time. But again, like from my perspective, they're really the same martial art. So like it doesn't change too much from where I'm sitting. And I prefer the jujitsu rules. Like, I don't know if you've ever competed in judo, but I'm not a fan of the judo rule set so i'd much rather compete in jujitsu but like my style is very judo based you know what i mean like i, I really like the judo throws and the stand-up game and i really like all the like kind of signature submissions of judo like the clock choke and stuff like that mm -hmm. so yeah hope that makes a little bit of sense about about my journey but yeah i'm not currently training judo i guess is what i'm trying to say but but I would if there was, if there was an academy nearby, <laughs> but, uh, I love, you know, I love the stand up uh, part of the art. And I mean, I love the ground part too. I love leg locks. I love practicing all that stuff. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping to get a brown belt here pretty soon. And, uh, yeah, I've been a purple belt for six years. At this oh, point. wow. But, um, 
But uh, I wasn't training for about two or three of those years because I had a divorce and I also had a concussion and a few other things happened. So I did take some time off. So mm -hmm. active training about, you know, three years at Purple Belt. So gotcha. yeah, that's me. So that, that time is, you know, that time is definitely coming. Yeah, man, I feel it. I feel it for sure. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, you know, dope about, you know, you uh, talking about mental health and um, how jujitsu, you know, helped you with that. Because uh, we did an episode um, with the with the gentleman um, and we was talking about mental health and whatnot. And I was like, oh, that, you know, that's a good topic. But we was, I, I felt that it was going to go for a very, very long time. But um, definitely gonna have to bring him back and uh, you know, just redo another episode about that. But I can totally, totally agree with that with jujitsu helping with mental health. Uh, because a person who deals with that stuff, I can honestly say, like, if I didn't have jujitsu, if I wasn't doing jujitsu, um, we probably be having a totally different conversation. Well, we probably wouldn't have a conversation at all. But <clears throat> definitely. Definitely, uh, jujitsu has gotten me through a lot of stuff, a lot of, a lot of dark times, a lot of sad times, and like without it, man, it'd be be pretty pretty bad, pretty pretty bad. Yeah, man, me too. I mean, that's what jujitsu outlet is all about. It's about how jujitsu outlet for us to become better people mm -hmm. and improve our mental health and contribute to society and all that good stuff. Because, yeah, that's what I found, man, just doing the podcast and just living the last, you know, 12 years training um, is that all of all of us, like we get into it for all these reasons. Like for me, it was weight loss. For other people, it's self-defense. For someone else, it might be they want to take an MMA fight, you know, or something like that. Um, but the reason they stick around is for all the mental health benefits. Yeah. And, and also because of the, the community and the camaraderie that gets formed at the gym with your teammates, like the team atmosphere, the tribe, you know, like the brotherhood is something biological. That's what I found, like doing this show and just talking with everyone. Mm -hmm. Like those are the two big things that I found is like every single person who does it for a long time, they say the mental health is like the main reason they keep going. And they also say the, the team is one of the main reasons they keep going. Very few people are like, Oh yeah, I like, I keep coming because I just love kicking ass. I just love winning tournaments. You know, <laughs> like right. most people who do it are like, oh yeah, the tournaments are cool. Winning is great. But the reason I'm still here is because my brothers or because I'm secretly a crazy person. And if I didn't have this, I'd be out, you know, I'd be in prison yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And it's like that, you know, and it's, it's crazy. Every single person I talk to, it's the same story. We're all a bunch of secretly, we're all a bunch of crazy axe murderers who just have this, <laughs> this jujitsu thing that we do that lets us like cope with society. And uh, it's beautiful, you know, it's beautiful. But that's why we, that's what the show's about. You know, it's not about like triangle chokes and leg locks just because there's so many other shows about that, you know? Like, yeah. My friend Ryan Ford, he does the BJJ Fanatics podcast. Like, okay, go listen to his show. Oh, I do. <laughs> I, I listen to it. I listen to it a lot on Spotify. That was kind of one of the the first um, 
podcast that I found when I was looking for a jujitsu podcast because I was getting so tired of listening to uh, music at work. Yeah. So I was, you know, uh, found his. I found, um, I think it's called BJJ Strength. Yeah. Yeah. So and that was another one I found, but I I don't think he's he hasn't done a new episode on that one in a while, which is kind of kind of uh, sad, but. Um, hopefully you know one day he do bring that podcast back. But yeah, I I definitely yeah. listen to it. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, there's man. a lot of great podcasts out there, man. So I guess what I try to do is talk more about um, you know, the stuff about optimats. Like I think that that's really important. It doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's the main thing. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> we should talk about it more <laughs> it, it should like you know i guess you want to say like the normal side of jujitsu and that's the you know the main yeah. reason i started this one be, you know this podcast because like yeah when you do uh listen to like you know po- uh, jujitsu podcast it can, it can sometimes be intimidating when you hear like like you know you hear like gordon ryan and it's like yeah he's been doing jujitsu since birth and he's you know he's doing so much stuff that's you know just like you would never thought you'd be able to do in jujitsu versus hearing just the normal guys like you know the the, the nine to fivers you know the ones that's like yeah I, you know i i work two jobs i got a family um you know i do jujitsu because of xyz and i get those i'll get that feedback from people who don't listen to jujitsu who enjoy it because of the fact that the people that's on the show are so normal you know yeah yeah it, I think that that's a great thing about the jiu-jitsu community, too, is, like, we're all a bunch of pretty down-to-earth people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like a big international fraternity. Like, I've gotten to train and travel all over. When I was in the Army, I was got to I got to be stationed in, in Germany, which was great. And I got to travel all over Europe for a while. And um, you can just drop in anywhere, like, literally any city in the world. You can go to a jiu-jitsu academy or a judo academy or a wrestling club or an MMA gym. And you can just like, as long as you're nice and respectful, you can train there. They might charge you a, you know, $5 mat fee, maybe, mm-hmm. but probably not. Right. I didn't even do that. So it's like, you can literally just drop in anywhere and you'll have friends, you know, and you can hang out with these people. And most of the time, like they'll, you know, you'll be a visiting person and they'll want to get to know you. So like sometimes they would, they offer to take you out for dinner or, you know, hang out the next day or whatever. And you make a new friend that way. And it's cool. You get oh, to yeah. meet people all over the world. And, um, um, like one organization I'm a big fan of is the BJJ globe charters, where it's just like a group that is basically committed to, um, like hosting people. So it's like your Academy can affiliate with jujitsu globe trotters and be a part of their organization, which basically says that, um anyone from anywhere is allowed to come train at your academy if uh you're visiting for a certain amount of time Mm -hmm. and you can you can basically put your academy on this database and say like hey anyone's welcome is basically what you're basically what you're saying it's like an official thing uh inviting people from around the world to come train that's cool so jujitsu is just super cool like that and um yeah i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this but no 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 no. i i I got you because i got what you're saying show like everyone is pretty uh laid back to say the least yeah but you know because i was literally about to just like you know just piggyback off what you were saying about you know like 
this this uh very wholesome and welcome uh welcoming com- uh, community that we are part of um is just so awesome because uh like last year yeah well the summer no, the uh, past summer me and um my training partner we was just going to like just take a weekend and just go visit different schools and you know just just get some like you know different perspective on jujitsu uh you know how other people train and work and whatnot and we wasn't able to do it but i end up you know fast forward a little bit i end up starting this podcast and i've been meeting all you know people from across the world um that does jujitsu and it's been like totally totally amazing and I was thinking of like, okay, I, w- I love doing this. I love talking to people and I also love, tra- I obviously love training. So I would like to do like, um, like visit, actually go to like visit schools and do the same, you know, basically do the same thing I'm doing now, but it's just, you know, training involved, but it's like a quick, maybe rapid, like succession questions for whoever's at the gym at the day. But, um, saying all that to say this, like I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable doing that if i was doing any other martial art right or if you were rock climbing yeah imagine if you were rock climbing or if you were doing yoga yeah like i yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to like go to like if i was doing anything else to be able to walk into a gym or a club and be like hey you know i'm doing this i want to do this and blah 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 i'm like nah that's okay but jujitsu people would be like, "Fuck yeah, fuck let's yeah, chill. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, bro." <laughs> That'd be great. It's awesome, man. That sounds like a great idea. You should come do that at our academy. Where do you live at, by the way? Uh, right now, uh, I'm saying right now, like I just moved here or uh, I'm leaving, but I live in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, cool. All right, yeah. awesome, man. Well, if you're ever in Missouri, let me know. But um, dude, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, I like, would love to eventually be able to go like across the state and well not state but just across the country and the pinch like potentially the world because like i would love to sit down and meet and roll with everyone i you know i had on the show so yeah that's that's a that's a jujitsu bucket list goal of mine is to you know be able to you know visit and roll with everyone i had as a guest on my show dude that's a great bucket list item that's awesome yeah so that's a great bucket list one of mine is um, I've I've gotten to train at so many different academies, um, like I've literally had like four or five different teams over the course of my jujitsu journey, just because I've trained like you know trained judo and jujitsu, so two different martial arts, and I've had like yeah I've moved like four or five times, so I've I've had like all these different teams all over the world, and I've always wanted to just have like a giant open mat with all of the savages from all of the teams because i'm always i'm always in my head i'm always thinking like how would the one savage from the gym that i train at now how would he do against the savage who used to kick my ass at the gym that i used to train at right you know how would they but but the the one guy's on the one side of the country and the other guy's on the other side of the country you know so i'm i'm secretly trying to scheme away (laughs) to do like a a giant open map or a tournament or something where we can we can figure this thing out because I want to know like out of all these guys who kicked my ass, like which of them is actually the best? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I'm just a crazy person though. <laughs> no, that's pretty. That's a pretty dope idea. Pretty dope <laughs> idea. Hey, I think it'd be a great open map. It would be. It would be, and everyone would be like, "All right, let's do it." 
Like, yeah. I highly doubt if you get anyone to say no. I've never rolled with you, and I'm like, I'll come. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Like I'll see people like uh you know the people I've met from doing the podcast post like oh you know we're doing open mat today I'm like I'm on the way, Dude. like I want like I'm I'm there anytime I get to do jujitsu I want to be there, so me too man it's uh it's addicting it's addicting so addicting so so addicting like we had a a monster class yesterday and uh one of one of our training partners he was like. Our striking, uh, our striking coach at the gym wasn't having a class today, so he's like, "Y'all want to go on the mats?" And I'm like, "I'm looking at my phone, like, yes," but my body, like, "Nah, fam, we're on the rest of the day. <laughs> like, we can we we have to kind of like, I won't say like coast because we have a tournament coming up, so I don't need to like overdo it. But I was like, man, I just want to go back to the mats, man. But I had to listen to yes. my body. No, that's good. That's good." You've got to take it easy when you feel like you got to really do that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But um, do you uh do you compete? Yeah, I do. I'm not like uh, I'm not. I have not been crazy successful by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm going to be competing again at the end of February at AGF at the Arkansas State Championship. So I'm training for that. I'm going to start up a camp here in like two weeks. So. Our camps are pretty brutal, so I'm I'm looking forward to that in a sadistic sort of way. Nice, nice, nice. So I'm excited. You said what? I said I'm excited. Yeah, it sounds it sounds very exciting. So I um I got like I said I got a tournament next month on the seventh, um, and this will be my second tournament, but my first tournament as a brown belt. Oh wow, that's awesome! Yeah, so I'm pretty excited, pretty nervous, and pretty anxious to get uh to get it done. And I told myself like, yeah, I'm gonna do a fight camp. Like I'm gonna do, I'm gonna try to be as serious about it as I possibly can. So like, yeah, when it came to you know you and the people that you picked, like what made you pick the people that you uh you chose to be in your fight camp? Well, um. They're the toughest people that I can find. That's really it. They're the toughest people in the area mm-hmm. <laughs> within driving distance. <laughs> I mean, there's really no other way to put it. Like, I mean, I just try to find the toughest room that's within driving distance and I just go trade there, you know? And I mean, obviously they're nice guys too. Like it's a good, it's a good atmosphere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but for me, it's just all about like, you know, where's the toughest room? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. It's, it's glory MMA Mountain Grove is is the answer for me. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Well, all the guys, <clears throat> all the guys, uh, purple belt and above. I mean, everyone there is really tough, but especially like purple belt and above is uh, every you know is a, is a tough round mm-hmm. to say the least. <laughs> That's nice. That's dope. Yeah. So it's I don't. I, it's not too many. It's not too many of us at my school. Um, I think we have like a total of like 12, 12 people. So it's very, very small. Um, it's our instructor who's a black belt. We have two brown belts, which is me and my training partner slash, I guess you want to say competition coach now. Um, we have one, one purple belt, two blue belts. And like, yeah, about five or six, yeah, we got like about five or six white belts now. 
Well, that's awesome. Yeah, so we're we're it's we get that weird phase where we're like you know we'll be like six seven people and then we'll just get like a busload of white belts that just show up. So yep. you know they all. I mean it's it's awesome to see it's awesome to see the uh the school grow because it's just usually word of mouth. It's not like we have like ads on Facebook or anything. It's just people look up gyms and when they pop they pop up and they don't never leave. So <laughs> that's awesome. You know yeah. that says a lot. That says a lot. You know, when you when uh customers never leave, it's pretty easy to run your business. Yeah. Like I I absolutely, awesome. absolutely like love my instructor's philosophy when it comes to uh jujitsu, how he does business, how he runs his school. Um very, very open doors, not like, you know, you come in, you're gonna you know, lock you in for like three years and all the other crazy mess. Like, no, it's a it's very, very family based like where everyone there is cool we talk every, every everybody talk to everybody every day it's not like oh this person don't like that person you know they only they only going to train with this person yeah. if that person shows up no everyone is just real cool with each other so dude that's awesome yeah those are always my favorite gyms to to visit or train at mm-hmm. is is ones like that oh yeah Cause like you know it's, awesome. it's like no there's no map we don't have a map well we kind of have a map bully but we don't have a map bully but <laughs> but everyone's humble everyone's like there's really no egos no yeah. you know because if you come visit no one's gonna try to kill you unless you turn up first so that's how it you know yeah. we usually are but but yeah man that's awesome man yeah I'm very 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 excited to like start competing because I want to compete a lot more so. I don't know. I'm just trying to trying to you know pick people's brain about it, like you know how they get into that competitive mindset or how to get that like killer mentality. Because I'm such a like laid back person, and I'm yeah. I'm and, I was, and I'm also an instructor, so this is all new to me. Like I can't just like you know do jujitsu to turn up and but I'm always I'm always in like teaching mode. So right, I got you know, I got to learn how to break that. Man. It's hard for me too. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really hard for me to be honest with you. Especially uh, a big thing for me is um, I can't talk to the person I compete against. Um, like if I start talking to you, like if we start, if we're gonna compete against each other in a tournament, and we start talking beforehand, if I make the mistake of talking to you, like we're probably gonna become friends, and then that's gonna suddenly make me less competitive. Like for me, if we're friends. I don't want to like kick your ass as hard. I don't know. It's weird. I'm just that kind of person. Like if, if I like you, I'm probably going to be less inclined to like shove my elbow in your jaw. I don't know. I'm, I'm nice. I'm a nice person. I don't know what to tell you, but if I don't know <laughs> you or if I don't like you, then like, I don't, I just, maybe I don't care as much. I don't know. But that's like what I found in competition mm-hmm. is like, don't talk to the person before you compete. like be friends after. But before the tournament, like I made the mistake one time I competed in Poland and I became like like good friends with the guy that I was going to compete against before uh, before I competed, Mm. like before the tournament. Like we were chilling for like most of the day. Um, We got to know each other. Really nice guy. I forget what his name was, but we hung out for like, you know, a couple hours. We were like drinking coffee because we had like hours to chill. And it was just me and him in the division. And like, we just chilled, you know, and uh, we were just like, we it was just, we were going to have one match against each other. 
and I made the mistake of becoming this guy's friend. <laughs> and then we went to compete. <laughs> then we went to compete. We went to compete against each other. And he he just was able to snap into it. He was able to like be like, "All right, time to fucking compete." And he kicked my ass. And I was like, "Wait a second, we're buddies. <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? You betrayed me." <laughs> no, and he just like turned it up to level ten, and he and he beat me. And uh, yeah, it was like a psychological thing. Um, yeah, so that's something that I've tried to work on. Is like I know it sounds weird, but you almost have to like avoid liking the person. You know, don't yeah. like they're not your friend. They're not your friend. Not until like afterwards. You can be friends after, but that for me, like, because I'm a nice guy too. So that like I don't know if that'll help you, but that's like that's a mistake that I've had to learn the hard way. Is like you know, because <laughs> it's hard. Honestly, it's hard to like snap from zero to a hundred against someone if you're their friend. Yeah. I don't know why. But yeah, some I, people can do it. I cannot. I can't, I can't. man. If we're buddies and we're gonna compete against each other, like I'm just not gonna be able to take it seriously. It's gonna be um like I'm gonna be I'm gonna go hard, but I'm like, I don't know. I think it's a psychological thing. I think that's what I'm getting at here. It's almost like it's hard for me to uh to go as hard as other people, I think is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm still going hard, but I can tell that the other guy something is in his head if that yeah. makes sense yeah i don't know if i'm making sense no no no, no. you make you make total sense you make total sense because that is like i said that's that issue that i have when uh when i'm training you know because i love these guys you know love them like family yeah obviously i'm not trying to hurt them or anything of the sort but um because yeah when i was uh getting ready for my brown belt test you know my instructor was like yeah you know you have to turn that killer instinct on you got to do this and you gotta do that so I'm like, all right, cool. How the hell do I do that? <laughs> so right. I was it's like, all right. It's easier said than done. I was like, yeah, yeah it's easier said than I'm done. I'm a killer. I'm like, I'm a Real killer. Quick. I'm a savage. Real I'm quick. a, I'm a rip this white belt's head off. Like, I'm like, how do, how do yeah. I, how do I like, turn no, this on, man. man? Like, please show I me, know. like, show me, <laughs> show me the YouTube video where it teaches me how to turn my killer instinct on. It might be one on there <laughs> while I'm playing, but. That would be a good BJJ uh, fanatics instructional. How to turn your killer instinct <laughs> How to on. turn your killer instinct on. <laughs> I need that. Yes, we <laughs> all do. <laughs> it's, it's very deep inside there somewhere. Because <laughs> I want to know. Because I want to like I want to go out and do this tournament, and I wanted to just give it just my all. Just you know, leave it out. Yeah. Leave it all on the mats, man. You know. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just gotta. I don't know. Well, for me, I lost the last two, so I'm on a losing streak. So this was motivating me. It's like I can't lose this next one. I can't be on a three fight losing streak. That's too much. I'm all. I'm only yeah. on a one, so it still yeah. hurts though. But yes, it does. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I'm like, okay, let's fucking go. But um, so for me, it's like I think I have to always get to a certain point, and I've experienced this in business too, I've, and just in like my life in general at different areas. It's like you have to sometimes get to a certain point where you're like, fuck it. I just can't lose. Like if I lose that, I'm uh, just can't live with that. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's like three losses just sounds unacceptable. I can't do that. Like I just have to win. So yeah. I'm just going to do everything. Just going to work my ass off. Work as hard as I can. But it's, you know, I think that's all you can do. If yeah, you pretty lose, much. Then, oh well. Yeah. If you oh lose, well. if you lose, oh well. So because yep. well, what my coach. 
my coach, Mike Morgan, he says all the time to us, like anytime we lose, he always says the same thing. He's like, the only reason that you lost is because the wrong guy walked in the door and the right guy didn't. He's like, you know, you had, you got unlucky <laughs> basically <laughs> like the, the wrong guy walked in that day and signed up for the turn of it. It's like, you know, cause he, and he always says, you know, uh, especially like a guy like you, who's a Brown belt, you know, I'm sure that you're really, uh, I'm sure that, uh, if you were to lose or if I were to lose your teammates, just think, um, wow, the other guy must be really good. You mm-hmm. know, they don't, they don't ever think like, oh man, you know, Lamar is sucking. Like, no, no one ever thinks that. I feel no. like if someone ever beats my teammate, I'm always like, wow, that guy must be really fucking good because my teammates, you know, amazing. So we always think the best of our teammates. Yeah, I think you, got, uh, you got to. You get what I'm, but you get what I'm saying. I think at the end of the day, like the people that care, the, the people that matter don't care. Right. Yeah. I don't, I mean, um, like when I did the, when I did the first tournament, um, it was kind of like, uh, yeah, let's just kind of go out there and see what happens type deal. So, I didn't, I'm not going to say I didn't take it serious, but I I didn't take it as serious as I needed to be. Now, you know, now that I go back and look at it, but this one, you know, I'm, I'm putting in the work, I'm putting in the time, I'm putting in the effort. So hopefully when I do this one, I, you know, it'll be a more different outcome. Even if I still lose, if the match even goes longer than the first, you know, the first time I competed, I feel like that will be a victory. But from yeah. here on out, it will be, Okay, I'm gonna take whatever happens in this match, win or lose, learn from it, and just you know keep going and just you know do as many as I can this year. Yeah, totally, man, oh. totally. One of the best things that's helped me, and I'd recommend to anyone, is like just go to a lot of open mats, you know, as many as you can. Uh, just train at other gyms, you know, if you can, like stop at open mats and see if you can get other looks. You know, that's a big thing. Cause I think a lot of times we just lose in, in tournaments to a move that we just haven't seen before, you know, cause no one at your Academy plays that game or something. So right. open, open mats help a lot. You know, I don't know if you go to open mats a lot, but they help a lot with just, you know, getting, getting new looks in that way. You just don't get caught by surprise. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of like my, um, my goal, uh, to do, to do that, to, to try to hop in some uh open mats if I can find a few jujitsu gyms around me, um, because it's just like a free, you know, just like basically a free tournament in a sense. Like you know, you roll it with someone you haven't met before, yeah. so you get them, you know, new style. Also, you get to meet new people and so on and so forth. So yeah, um, starting yeah, mats. like starting yeah, so starting next month, um, I'm gonna start doing that. Uh, if I just get to do like one or two a month, uh, just to just go find a different school to just roll and meet new people at, you know. Yeah, it helps so much, man. It's a lot of fun. And it's always such a melting pot these days because you never know who's going to show up. Right. Yeah, man, it's, you know, and I I think about that and it's like, man, why didn't I like figure this out sooner? Like, why didn't I figure this out like earlier in my jujitsu journey? But yeah, better late oh, well. than better late than never, right? It's like they always say: the best time to start was twenty years ago, and the second best time to start is today. Today, yeah. So what can you do? <laughs> right? What 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 can you do? But yeah, keep it going, well, man. Hey, man, I gotta I gotta wrap this up. It's it's getting to be my bedtime. Oh, okay, no problem, man. Just um, real quick, if you wanna 
you know, uh, shout out your school or if there's anything you got coming up at your school or for yourself, you know, go ahead and then we can uh, wrap it up. Yeah, man. So anyone listening, if you want, you can come train at Glory MMA in Mountain Grove, Missouri. Um, I also go to an open mat every Sunday in Springfield, Missouri uh, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So it's like a six hour window every Sunday at Springfield Fight Club. So if you're ever in the Springfield area, that's a great place to come train. Um, just drop in anytime in that six hour window. And I'm usually there. I usually get there around like 1230. But uh, yeah, and if you want to learn more about jujitsu and how it helps mental health, go to jujitsuoutlet.com or look up the Jujitsu Outlet podcast. You can find it on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple, and everywhere else. But the show is all about how jiu-jitsu helps with mental health, and we publish new episodes as often as I can record them and publish them. <laughs> so sometimes that's once a week, sometimes it's every day. Uh, yeah, but I try to publish as often as I can. I think we're about to hit episode 50 probably next week. So nice. Check it out. Congratulations. I definitely will, man. Definitely will. Thanks, um, man. But yeah, we'll definitely talk more about that at a later date. But Yeah, dude, uh, we'll have to get you on my podcast and... Uh, do an episode yeah man anytime anytime but uh that's that's the end of today's episode i would like to thank my guest paul again for coming on and sharing some of his experience and tales with us uh i hope you guys learned from uh learn something from it uh please go and follow our facebook and instagram pages to stay updated on all future episodes this has been talk your jits podcast keep rolling keep grinding and remember long live jujitsu have a great day and we're